What up? Happy weekend. I'm Al Deschano, known online as Christian Ninja, a full-time variety streamer and online missionary using everything from silly pictures to serious talk, Bible studies to video games, and everything else I can think of to connect with, mentor, love, and serve Christian content creators and the gaming and streaming community, as well as the lost, lonely, and disenfranchised who are online every day looking for that positive, open, encouraging, and meaningful online family. Welcome to my podcast. I'm very glad you're listening. If you want to find my other content, like my free books, YouTube videos, articles, messages, and 3D printing store, check out artofthechristianninja.com. In this week's episode, I'm finally going to get around to continuing our Pilgrim's Progress study, and then I'm going to share a clip from a recent stream where I explain a new Christian content creator mentorship program that I'm going to be moving into the next phase of very soon. But first, let me update you with a little news on how Christian Ninja Online Ministries is going. I'm writing this a week after Thanksgiving, and wow, do I ever have a lot to be thankful for. First, let me hit you with some statistics. I know that ministry isn't all about the numbers, especially when I'm in the building stages and God is having me pivot a bit in my focus, but I I still think they give a good picture of how God is using us to serve people in this very new, very frontier ministry. Let's start with the Twitch channel. As of today, I've hit 450 followers, 75 subscribers, and almost 6,000 views. In the last month, at any given time, about 18 people are watching, with a peak of about 43 at one time. As I said in the intro, I stream for about 4 or 5 hours right in the middle of the day, lunchtime where I am, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And the community that we're building there is amazing. The chat is always lively, funny, interesting. We have a whole lot of quite deep theological, personal discussions as well. We laugh a lot, but we also cry a lot together too. Now, if anyone ever tells you that online relationships aren't real, you send them to me because they don't know what they're talking about. These people are some of my closest friends. Now, let's talk about the website at artofthechristianninja.com, which is really the one-stop shop for everything I'm up to. It averages about 1,700 views per month. There are about 303 email subscribers. The podcast here has about 35 people listening consistently, and the community Discord server, where we have all our offline conversations about everything under the sun has reached 90 people and it grows a little bit more every week. Now these numbers have almost all met or exceeded my goals and has actually challenged me to increase my expectations for October. Now another goal that I've had was to collaborate with other content creators and it has been amazing to be able to do that. I've been a guest on a couple podcasts on other streams and have had streamers come as guests on my own stream. But the collaborations aren't just video and audio. I'm actually currently working with some very experienced leaders in the online community to put together a full-on live stream conference for Christian content creators that I'm hoping will become a reality in early 2022. And on top of that, I'm working with a digital artist on, well, I can't tell you what we're working on because it's a secret project that I hope will be dropping before people start their Christmas shopping. Y'all know that I was a small church pastor for about 16 years, and I can't help but compare what I'm doing to a church plant. And if this was a church plant, it would be absolutely hopping. I'm really blown away by what God has been doing, and I cannot wait to see what happens when I launch the next phase of this mentoring project. I actually think it's going to be really special. I've only had this video up on YouTube, this 
This one you're going to hear the audio version of for a few days, and it's already gotten way more views than almost every other video on there. And I've gotten some comments about how excited some creators are about it. Now, I'm going to jump into the Pilgrim's Progress study next, but before I do, I just want to say that if this excites you, if this interests you, and you want to help me, there are a few ways. First, pray for me. Pray that I have good discernment, that I have self-control, that God would protect me and my household from the enemy's schemes. Second, consider doing what they call lurking on my stream. If you want to help me in a way that's totally free, extremely easy to do, just ask some people to turn on my stream and use it like a radio. Technically, they don't even have to be listening or watching. They can mute the tab if they want. But the way that I can hit partner is if individuals and groups just make the commitment to popping my stream on their computer and letting it play. Twitch cares about how many viewers I have, and this is the easiest way to help. Turn it on, turn down the resolution, stick it in the corner of the screen, use me as background noise, even mute the tab. I promise it really helps to grow the ministry. The third way to help is financial. I believe with every fiber of my being that God has called me to pioneer this ministry, and I'm seeing so many amazing things, but I need you to help me keep it going by committing to a monthly donation. Now, I have a PayPal link all set up, and all you have to do is tell it what you want to give, whatever amount, monthly, and it does the rest. And if you want to go over and above, tell your church, your local ministry leader, about me. Maybe you can't donate, but if your church catches the vision, watches my videos, hears this podcast, and they want to help me raise up the next generation of global missionaries who are going to help some of the hardest to reach lost people in the world, maybe they can take me on as one of their official missionaries. My goal right now is to raise a consistent $5,000 per month. That'll help the ministry grow, and it puts my family a little bit over what's considered the poverty line where I live, but it's enough. I'm really excited about what's going to happen over the next couple of months, and I hope you are too. Thank you all for your prayer, your support, and thank you so much for listening. Each week, or it was supposed to be each week, we're going through a leisurely study of John Bunyan's book, Pilgrim's Progress. And when I say leisurely, I mean it. This is episode 45, and we're only halfway through the book. Anyway, so Christian has already come a long way. He's left the city of destruction after evangelists told him where to go save himself. He's slogged through the slough of despond, got yanked through the wicked gate. He's walked through Interpreter's house. He's had his burdens removed and was given new clothing at Mount Calvary. He climbed the hill of difficulty, then he fell asleep in the arbor, he lost his girl, and he had to climb it again. He got past the lions in the road, he stayed the night at the beautiful palace, and now he's descended into the valley of humiliation and has met the king of the land of destruction, a great demon named Apollyon. In the last chapter, Apollyon tried to shame, guilt, and convince Christian to turn back and go home to the city of destruction, but it didn't work. And as Christian stood his ground and kept talking about how great Jesus is, Apollyon got more and more angry until he broke out into a grievous rage, blocked the road, and started chucking flaming darts right at Christian's heart. Christian pulled up his shield, stopped the darts, and drew his sword. Let me read the next part right from the book. It says this, Then did Christian draw. For he saw it was time to bestir him, and Apollyon as fast made it at him throwing darts as thick as hail. 
by the which, notwithstanding all that Christian could do to avoid it, Apollyon wounded him in his head, his hand, and foot. This made Christian give a little back. Apollyon, therefore, followed his work amain, and Christian again took courage and resisted as manfully as he could. This sore combat lasted for above half a day until even Christian was almost quite spent. For you must know that Christian, by reason of his wounds, must needs grow weaker and weaker. Then Apollyon, espying an opportunity, began to gather close up to Christian, and wrestling with him, gave him a dreadful fall, and with that, Christian's sword flew out of his hand. Then said Apollyon, I am sure of thee now. And with that, he had almost pressed him to death, so that Christian began to despair of life, but as God would have it, while Apollyon was fetching of his last blow, thereby to make full end of this good man, Christian nimbly stretched out his hand for his sword and caught it, saying, Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy, when I fall I shall rise. And with that gave him a deadly thrust, which made him give a back, as one that had received his mortal wound. Christian, perceiving that, made at him again, saying, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And with that, Apollyon spread forth his dragon's wings and sped him away, that Christian for a season saw him no more. If you're familiar with the Bible, then you already know that this part of the story is all about spiritual warfare and references both the temptation of Christ and Ephesians 6, 10 to 18, a passage usually called the full armor of God. Now, let me read that whole thing for you so that we can just remember it together. It says this, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace, in all circumstances take up the shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. Now I think... The most important thing we can take away from this section, from the scripture, from what we're experiencing today, is something that I think we've all gone through and we can all see in the book. We, we, all, we all know how common, how universal, how everybody goes through struggles. Everybody does. Everyone messes up. Everyone knows what it's like to be shamed, guilted, pressured to give up the faith because we feel unworthy of God's amazing grace. And here we see that every Christian has a spiritual enemy and every Christian will fight them the same way. Yeah, the battle is going to look differently for everyone. You'll, you'll be tempted in ways that I'm not. You'll be hurt or accused in ways that I'm not. You'll have weaknesses and strengths that I don't have. But the battle is universal. Everyone who calls themselves a Christian has times in their life when they feel like Satan himself has straddled the path in front of them and is throwing darts at their heart as thick as hail. And when we block those darts, we've all felt our enemy take it to the next level, grab us, throw us to the ground, and we all know that hopeless feeling of almost giving up. 
almost shipwrecking our faith, just giving it up and destroying what God has been doing in us so that the pain, the misery will just stop. Now, I'm sure you've experienced that feeling. I, I know I have. I've had those times in my life when there's pressure on all sides. The darts are flying. I'm pinned to the ground. I have no weapon, no shield. The enemy looks like they're going to win. I just want to give up. And then, as the book says, as God would have it, I've reached out one last time for the sword, or as Ephesians 6 call it, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And God has shown me something, stirred something in me, given me the exact words in his Bible to bring me hope, encouragement, meaning, shining light into my darkness, giving me enough strength for one more blow, one little bit to the battle extra. And it was that moment that the enemy gave up and I felt peace. Yeah, I was bloody and bruised from the battle. My life was still kind of a mess. I had anxiety. We ended up with waves of depression. I, I wasn't the same, but I knew that God had saved me, had strengthened me. He kept me through the intense battle and had given me victory because I trusted in him and in his word more than I did in myself. That is universal. If you're going through a tough time right now, if you feel tempted far more than you ever have, if all hell is breaking loose around you, if the stress of your life is so intense that you feel like you're going to buckle and compromise just to relieve the pressure, know this, you're not alone. Jesus experienced that. I've experienced that. Every Christian who has tried to walk the straight and narrow to follow the path that God has set before him to do things his way has faced some intense times of suffering and what can only be described as demonic oppression. Sure, it's like people are the ones who are hurting us the most. We feel it from people, but we know that at the root of the problem is the twisted sinful nature inside of them and our spiritual enemy using them to try to destroy our relationship with God. And the tools we have for the battle are all the same. We find them in Ephesians 6. We have the belt of truth holding us together. When the enemy comes at us with lies, with tricks, we don't fall for them because we know we hold on to the truth. The truth holds us together. We have the breastplate of righteousness. Our sinful nature in the whole world is telling us that we'll feel better if we just give in to sin, if we medicate, if we distract the bad feelings away. But the truth is that the way to weather this battle is not to compromise our integrity, but to hold stronger to it. Because that life of integrity is going to protect us from all sorts of other problems. We have the shoes of the gospel of peace. Just like a good pair of shoes can protect us from the dangers of all the debris in the road, so our confidence in the gospel, the good news, the core message of the story of Jesus, allows us to keep moving forward. The enemy wants us to stop. So he says things like, God doesn't like you anymore. God's against you. You're not worthy. You shouldn't even try to pray. Everyone is against you. If you sin just a little bit, then I'll leave you alone. But we keep telling ourselves the gospel. Jesus loves me. Jesus saves me. God adopted me as his son. God is good. He makes me worthy. He always listens to prayer. He will turn this horrible time into something victorious. Just like the death of Jesus was the worst thing and the best thing that ever happened in the world, so these bad things that are happening to me will also turn into something good that God can use to glorify himself and change the world. 
I'll leave the rest of the armor for you to meditate on, but just remember that. When things are really tough, you're not alone. Many have walked this path before you, even Jesus, and you're not defenseless. There is a way to face this battle and use God's resources to protect yourself. He's given you everything you need to win this battle. You just have to trust him. Okay, so this last part of the podcast is actually a talk that I gave on my channel when I was first sort of constructing and brainstorming what a Christian content creator's mentoring program would even begin to look like. It's actually come a long way since then, in a surprisingly short amount of time, but you'll really hear the heart behind it, where it all kind of came from in this audio. Sometimes I talk a little fast, sometimes when I'm reading chat I mumble, you know, my way through it, but hopefully you'll understand what I'm getting at and it will inspire you in some way. Here you go. I don't know how many people are watching right now and how many people are, are interested. I'm going to make a little pivot uh, at this point. I want to talk to you just about some stuff that's going on in, in my life and some stuff that's happening in the realm of this, what I would call, I keep calling it a ministry because it is. Now, if you're a Christian streamer, you're a Christian content creator, or you are someone who is into Twitch, and I am... I, Irish, forgive me because I, I never do. I haven't done this in six months of streaming. Uh, I'm gonna get uh, real Christiany uh, for for a little bit here. Feel free to tag along because I think there'll be some valuable stuff for for people who are content creators, just generally. But I think at the same time that it, I'm gonna be talking to some Christian about some Christian stuff. When I first started this channel, I felt a distinct call from God uh, that, and you guys have heard my story. They're miraculous stuff. I had like a Balaam's donkey moment where God just literally made me hit a wall where he had someone actually prophetically speak who wasn't a Christian come to me. And I know that all sounds crazy, but I promise when I tell the story, it makes more sense. Uh, just like, you know, yes, stop looking for a secular job. Stop looking for a, no, a new ministry. I will provide do this full time. I thought when I heard that, that call for the first time, it was primarily evangelistic. As in, what I mean is that I will go on to Twitch, I will be talking to people who are non-Christian, people who are lost, who have mental illness issues, who are who are Christian, faithful, theistic, deistic, agnostic, who are part of this, you know, environment, who are in dark places, they're addicted, you know, they're, they're spending their time in the porn, whatever, bad streams and stuff, and that I'd be able to be in here, and not only would I be able to connect with them, because of all the crap that's going on in my life, and because I'm not a big dumb jerk face, uh, I'm... <laughs> In the words of uh, many people who have come across my stream, hey, for a Baptist, you're not that bad. You know, the the that's who I thought I was going to be connecting to. Then, as I developed the the channel, as I kind of got my footing, and you guys, and anybody who's been here, like you look, you ask Ever Killing, you ask Ligate, you ask uh, uh, Epic, you ask, you know, the uh, uh, Double Pixel, like so the OGs. Uh, that I went through, I've been through a lot of changes even in this short period of time. Like I, you know, I did Minecraft all the time. I was, you know, I was trying to be just gamer stuff. I was doing, okay, let's just play, you know, I'll, I'll play Mario and I'll play these, all these different games. And that's what Twitch is. Cause that was my conception. That was my preconception of Twitch. It started to morph as I started to get my feet underneath me and, and God's like, you know, I didn't make you very good at video games. <laughs> I know. Okay, so why are you concentrating on that? Because it's Twitch! But you talk good. That's what I 
built you for. I'm like, okay. So as I started to morph, especially, you know, as I'm playing Minecraft, as I'm playing these kind of passive games, suddenly these conversations are happening where I'm sitting there and Minecraft is stopped and I'm just talking and talking and talking. And eventually my channel morphs into what you see more of today and what you've seen in the last month or so, which is two and a half hours of talking content, interesting uh, websites, question of the day, Bible stuff, personal stuff, mentals. It became a just chatting, right? And as I just chatted, more and more streamers, content creators, and people who are, are passionate about Twitch itself, as in like they're, when Twitch news happens, they're interested. They may not be content creators or they may be like, they may be like turn on the, the, the stream to stream their game or whatever, but they're not trying to become, you know, ninja. They're not trying to become, you know, whatever. They're just, they're just like the Twitch environment and they want to be part of it. Those people started to come more and more and more and more. Irish says, uh, you don't need to be good at video games. The game is more visual background noise because the people stay for the person. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I didn't, I didn't get that at first. And so the people that started to attract, and you guys know, and those who are here, it is people who are interested in Twitch, but also people who are Christian, who are faith-based, who are at least, you know, in the agnostic realm that are interested in philosophy, that are interested in talking about deeper subjects, who aren't afraid to talk about mental illness. It's they, people who are interested in talking, learning, challenging, asking me questions, you know, doing the, the more highfalutin stuff that isn't, that isn't, you know, gaming, that isn't, you know, uh, um, entertainment necessarily. And a lot of you are Christian refugees in that you feel homeless in your Christian life. Whether, whether you have a church or you are, or don't have a church or you have moved and you haven't got one yet or kind of thing. A lot of you who are there, you feel different in the body you're in. You feel weird in the environment that you're part of and you found a home here. And I, am I right in there? Are a, are a bunch of you who are sitting here listening to me right now, you are, you feel different than the people in your church. You aren't connected to a church. You are you uh, you are Christian. You want to be um, you you want to follow God, but when it comes to organized religion and when it comes to organized uh, uh, Christian Christian things, you it's not your jam. Uh, you've either been hurt by them or you've been you've been uh, you're you're wary of them. And so you for you your faith is a very personal thing. But you came here and you saw me and we were talking. Okay, and we were talking and you went, hey, wait a minute, this guy feels pastory, but he's not threatening. One of the nice things I can do is I can turn him off and he's not going to come to my house because he lives in Canada, far away. Uh, and yet. You have an attraction to the. I'm not. I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just. This is. I'm actually in third person at this point, to to what we're doing here. And you want to grow, as a Christian, as an individual, as a person, as a a, a parent, as a disciple, as a disciple maker, at as a, a a streamer, as a content creator. You you want to. And I don't mean grow views. I mean grow as a person develop more as a person, deepen yourself as a person, be more purposeful in your life, be more engaged in what you're doing, know your purpose, know why God put you on the planet and be able to focus your energies that are right now bouncing all over the place into a place where you know God has put you, right? 
yeah okay so I'm, I'm not saying everybody's the same actually one of the interesting things that uh a lot what an interesting thing happened is god is moving people around i you know how many people i've heard if i've heard the words i'm moving to texas before the announcement before the, the abortion announcement but uh, that I'm moving to Texas or I'm moving to California or I'm moving somewhere so I can be around more streamers, so I can be around more creators, so I can be in a place where people get me. Right now, I don't feel people get me. My church doesn't connect with me. I've been hurt by my church. And, and a lot of them landed here. I don't know if God is taking me and pushing me in a new direction, and that is to become a pastor and mentor to content creators. I just had a very interesting conversation with someone, and God's been doing things in the last three weeks of my life that has felt very much... Like he wants me to either create or become part of a team where my job is to pastor, disciple, mentor, train streamers and gamers and content creators to build themselves in a spiritual way because I am a pastor and I know how to do that as a disciple an obedient disciple, what that means so they can have understand systematic theology, they can understand apologetics, they can they can answer some 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 good questions when it comes to their content. So develop themselves personally, develop themselves uh, as a Christian and and uh, theologically, and then develop themselves into better content creators, as in how to create good content, how to create good Christian content, how to create content that's winsome to people on the outside of the church and that will edify people that are inside the church. And I think that there are three things that are, and, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about because it's different. That's a different perspective than what I've been doing so far. And I'm not saying no, and I'm not saying yes. I'm saying, I want you guys to pray for me and I want you to, to, to talk to me a little bit about that. Have any of you felt, for example, I could really use a a streaming pastor. I could really use a streaming mentor. I could really use help in the spiritual realm. As in like, think of it more like a, uh, you know, like the baseball teams and, and football teams have a, a chaplain. Would you, have you thought about a streaming chaplain for you who's purposely trying to work with you individually as in we talk to each other individually during the week corporately is and we have like a classroom setting or we have like a like a small group setting and we work together on being able to to try to maximize each other and i can help you grow because i've got 16 years of experience a master's degree and, and i'm a pastoral counselor so I, I i can help i and i've written books i, I get it how to, how to do that maybe not so much as the streamer side of things uh, uh because i'm still learning but i know all this stuff has any of you felt that in your life i'm moving up uh, sorry guys, I missed some more, some more stuff. Iris, the fact that you are faith-based makes you easier to digest and relate to for uh, to other Christians or people interested in theology and philosophy. Yep. Uh, like I also talk about real stuff like mental health and real life, uh, but my humor is much darker and ironic and crude. Yeah. I mean, I have I have a sort of a default towards uh, the the cruder humor as well. I got to I, because I just got to be more careful. It's just kind of how I how I grew up and just my, my past. So I, I totally get that. And I think there definitely is a place, Irish, for people to come and... Uh, to, to quote unquote be real with each other, to meet somebody who is going struggling, but also is willing to, uh, you know, especially, I, I think there, there there's a book in the Bible called Lamentations, which is just someone being ragey and sad. And all through all the way through Psalms, you see some guy who is ragey and sad. And sometimes it, it's valuable to to see somebody and be, be affirmed, to be validated that 
I feel ragey and sad and I don't understand myself and my brain hates me and I don't know why and I'm angry with what's what's happening in the world and I and I do, I feel like I have no control over it and the people that I think are, I'm supposed to love don't feel like I don't feel like they love me and I don't know how to love them properly ah! and to, to actually sit there and have someone uh, do that with them. I think it has value and to help them process it because I know you're, you're, uh, you guys had training. You've been, you've gone through maturity, you've changed, you've altered. So I think, I, I think you have, you, you bring value. So don't, uh, I hope you don't think I would ever think that you don't bring value. Uh, but you're right. Our philosophy is probably very different and our perspective is, very, is, is different too. Pineapple says, I've connected to a church. It's rather a large one. I've been there for some time, but it's hard to have deep, meaningful conversations, get past the, hey, how are you? If I'm fine, thanks, kind of speaking. And that's that's what I want to move past with the, with the streaming, too. That's what I want to move past, too, because in streaming, it's very easy to sit here, type things that you think are interesting, type little comments that you're going to get you the likes and the hearts and whatever, say things, I can just say things that are you know, funny and whatever, and to just float three inches with each other. I don't want to do that. I, I think I want to go really deep I haven't decided, but I want to go really deep with some of you uh, and help develop you into a, a stronger person, stronger uh, uh, Christian, and a, and, and, and a stronger streamer. And that's what I, that's what I want to talk about. Scarlett says, I feel like leaders in my church turned back on the fam on the family during some really tough times. And ever since I've had a really hard time connecting, especially after quarantine. Yeah, you're not alone, Scarlett. You know how many people I've heard, even of their friends, even with their friends, they've said, uh, I used to have these friends and we were tight. Then COVID hit. We weren't able to hang around with each other and we just sort of drifted apart. Now it feels weird to call my friends. So I'm so freaking lonely. So now they turn to Twitch or they turn to, hopefully they, I mean, there are a lot worse places to turn, you know, turn to alcohol, drugs, porn. And, and, you know, OnlyFans. But you turn to Twitch and you go hang out with some other people. At least it's a little healthier. And it's, there's some people that you can talk to. Rusty says, I think a big draw for your streams is that you shared nerdy interests and you're close, you, uh, close to the line and sense of humor. Most Christians I'm around aren't. Yeah, I think so too, uh, uh, Rusty. I, I definitely have... I'm not afraid anymore, right? One of the advantages of being of growing up and being older and, and being, on, being on Twitch and, and being so absolutely pounded by the world is you're either going to become afraid... And you're gonna you're gonna shrink into the corner, and you're gonna be like, I'm never coming out again. I'm staying under my rock. I'm not gonna say anything. Or you you go, I've been through a lot of crap. Nobody can hurt me anymore. I'm gonna say whatever I feel like. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, I've leaned on that, leaned more that way. Would I give up streaming? Says Gibraltar. No, I I honestly don't think I've earned the cred. This is part of the part of the issue. I don't feel I've earned the credibility to say to you yet. Can I be your streaming pastor? Can I be your streaming mentor? Because I feel I've earned the cred because of my years of experience and because of all the stuff I've been through to be a pastor, to be an elder, to be a teacher, to be a counselor. I've got that in spades. I, I get that. But when I add the streaming side of it, I don't know if I have enough cred. I don't know if I have enough street cred yet because I've only been around for six months and I've only grown to a certain place. You know what I mean? I feel like I need to hit partner to get that cred. This is this is my, maybe my own thinking, but I feel like I need to hit partner to get that cred to be able to say to you, I can not only help you develop spiritually, I can not only help you develop emotionally, help, help develop you intellectually, but I can help develop you develop creatively. 
that's the part that I'm, I'm a little bit stuck on. Lone Assassin says, for me, it's not so much that I felt disconnected. I love my church. Sometimes I get that feeling that others are more Christian than myself and it battles, uh, belittles my faith and saddens me, makes me, makes me think I'm weak, which makes me doubt myself. Lone Assassin, you're not alone. Everyone feels that. In fact, it's so weird to me because the more God is working in your heart, the more you see your sin. That's the thing. As God's working with you and he starts peeling back your layers and showing you your real self, not only do you see how much he loves you, how much he forgave you for, how how amazing it is, to the, what amazing grace is really like, you start to understand that concept, uh, but you start to realize just how far you have to go, how sinful you really are, how broken you really were, how, how much you've had to be saved from, and you start to look around and you see people that are either pretending and faking, or you see people who have been down the road further than you, or people that you just don't know their lives, so you assume, and you're like, well, everyone must be better off than me, I'm a miserable sack of crap, and who is just glad God, uh, God talks to me at all. Everybody feels like that. And I think you can actually take it as a sign of maturity that you're seeing yourself that way because it is an immaturity to say, I'm better than everyone else. I'm so spiritual. All these other people suck. Uh, that's a sign of immaturity. And it's also, uh, but the other way is, uh, you know, like I'm beyond salvation. That's also not true either. So yeah, maybe take that, maybe take that as a, a good thing a little bit because there, there's a sense of humility there and you want to grow. The stream is easier for others to, because church people, it's the church people choose that they can access home or they can go on the go with people who feel similar to IRL churches to uh, be the large, make meaningful connections and or feel different or been hurt by IRL churches. So yes. And Irish, I think you're dead on uh, because I thought that I'd be able to not be a pastor. This is one of the things that kind of confused me was what am I now? You know, that now that I've gone from streaming, God called me into full-time streaming. He's, you know, he's trying to, he's, I'm trying to figure out that call. Maybe I'm not a pastor anymore. Am I not an elder anymore? Did I lose my call? Have I, have I been, you know, removed from Christian service? Am I, you know, what happened? You know, because I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't disqualify myself. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do anything wrong. So why would I be disqualified? Why would I be kicked out from being an elder? God called me 20 years ago. What's going on? And it wasn't very long until God, real, you know, until he really felt that God went, you know what? No, <laughs> you're still a pastor. You're still an elder. You're still the exact same guy, same job. You're just doing it with a camera. You know, it's just different. Uh, Lightgate, Worldly Voice here. Is there financials involved? I would love to know how you get a living. Yes. And Lightgate, that is a huge, huge question because my entire life, I have been dependent on donations from the church. I have only lived because of uh, been able to feed my family and pay my rent because I was a contracted pastor of a church full time and people were believed in me enough to say we will pay for you to exist and continue to eat in this world. Teach us the Bible. <laughs> that's that's what I got. Uh, and that's how I've lived. When I took this thing up, I, I felt distinctly that God said, stop looking for a job like that was that balaam's donkey moment he says i will take care of your wage and he confirmed it just you know like last week when some guy from like singapore call calls me up uh, calls up a, an organization i've never barely heard of and says i found a streamer named christian ninja i like what he's doing i'm gonna give you a pile of money enough for me to pay my all my bills next month uh i want you to give it to him that was out of nowhere. That was during the month where I lost my health care. I lost my EI. I don't know where my income's coming from next month. And God goes, I got you back. Here's next month's income. 
boom. So that's, I still feel like I'm supposed to be living as a missionary, as a, a pastor, as a teacher who is to be recompensed and, and given or whatever. Recompensed? That's not the right word. Uh, the, given, you know, like through donations. But I also have a small business which I'm working to improve, right? Like I've got that 3D printing business, which I'm working to improve, trying to grow. Uh, and I know Twitch itself isn't gonna, isn't a way to get paid because you know, they take half of everything and it's, it's super inconsistent. So donations, I honestly think that that's the way I'm gonna be living and through either partnership with a major something, I feel that there's something in the future that's gonna be like, hey, bleh, I'll take you. You know, I'll grab onto you and we'll, we'll go. <laughs> And I'll be like, okay, uh, thank you for paying, and I'll just keep working. That's what I think is going to happen. But I don't really know. Rusty says, I think I've been, I've very much gone the other way, hiding under a rock, too scared to speak anymore. Oh. Yeah, it's tough. The, uh, because, you know, once bitten, twice shy. And that's a real thing. To me, your credibility has come from your Twitch status. Has not come. Okay, I'll read that again. To me, your credibility is not I'm like. How is that possible? Okay, not come from your Twitch status. I have seen the type of person you are and experience you have in ministry, which gives you far more credibility than any Twitch affiliate or partner status. Don't let the worldly status or lack of get in the way of God's calling in your life. Yeah, you make a good point. I, I because God has already confirmed in me, and He's already shown, and He's already gone through elders and teachers and pastors and you guys to say that you know, like I am qualified in that way. I just don't know if I have the right to speak to streamers because i'm a big believer that there has to be that bridge and i have to i have to have that uh because uh, if i say to you for example if you're a ccc which i love that that term now uh that and i say i also am one but you go look at my youtube count and there's like 50 people that watch and every video has one view and you go to my 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 twitch channel and i've got like 10 people watching and i've got 300 followers i don't I wouldn't want to follow that person. I wouldn't even want to get to know that person because they I, they wouldn't strike me as an expert. They wouldn't strike me as someone who knows what they're talking about. You know what I mean? They are, I would just, I, would, I wouldn't get to know them and I don't want that to be a barrier. That's the part that I'm confused at. Publicism in a rural church and I think online communities can fill a role of supplement, not replace local church, which is the version of what I think Christians were saying. Exactly, exactly. I don't, I don't think, I, this is not a church. You are not part of my church. I am a pastor. I, st I believe that very strongly. I am a, a an elder. I can be a pastor to you, uh, but the I am not going to be your only. But you need a local congregation to do like most of the one another's. We can't have communion together. Communion is commanded in by Jesus. You got to have communion. I can't baptize you. Baptism is commanded by Jesus. You need to be baptized into a local body of believers. Most of the one another's of scripture, love one another, bear one another's burdens, you know, one another's. Those can't be done. Half of them can, I think. Half of them can be done through through what we're doing here. But there's a lot you can't do uh, if you're not part of a body of believers. And quite frankly, the, the environment of Twitch, by its very nature, is going to cr allow a certain amount of people to be like-minded. It's going to be a cloister of, of, it could end up becoming a group think that becomes, that pushes away from the church. And I think part of our responsibility is going to be to make sure that we are uh, trying to figure out the bridge between all the stuff we're doing here, all the, all the ministry we're creating here, all the, the, 
mentorship that I may be able to give you guys, the pastoring we can do, the counseling we can do, the, all the skills we're getting and I'm gleaning and I'm helping you guys with, how that's going to move itself into, uh, you know, IRL, into the into your relationships, into your family, into your small groups, into your home, into your church, into your community. How's that work? You know, how's that work? We need to work on that for sure. You don't necessarily have to experience to be mentors uh, to the likes of Aki and Peach and Eagle Garrett, who are killing it, by the way. Man, if you guys aren't subscribed to Aki and Peach, here, let me give a shout out, by the way. Oop. If you're not subscribed to them, then you're doing something wrong. Go, 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 go. Absolutely. They're... Being part of Aki and Peach's stream is what I thought I was supposed to be creating. They, he is, to me, the pinnacle of a streamer that when you show up, you immediately feel comfort, joy, family, love, presence, attention, and safe. He, their stream has this amazing balance, this act, this, 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 this malleability. I just saw it last night. It was great. To go from, hey, we're playing Pokemon and we're having a lot of fun and the kids are kind of rolling around in the background and, and Mama Peach is there doling out good advice and all of a sudden it's and someone shares something and they, they make this seamless transition to loving ministry, parental care, uh, fatherly love, maternal uh, 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 maternal love that that person suddenly grows and I literally saw one person's comment go by like if it wasn't for Aki and Peach I'd still be doing drugs because they've had that kind of impact so they, I thought that's what I was creating I thought I'm like I want to be Aki and Peach when I grow up uh, but I start I'm starting to wonder that's what a whole the whole stream is about am am I is God going actually I'm going to have you do the thing you've been doing for the last 20 years but like with headphones on then I stumbled across Eagle Garrett, right? Eagle Garrett, Pastor Houston, and uh, Aki and Peach were my introduction to Christian streaming. And you couldn't find three three more different people. Uh, they uh, like Eagle Garrett is is very twitchy in his twitchiness. He twitches very hard. He plays COD. He you know he does he he got big playing Fortnite. He he does a Devo at the beginning and then he plays nine hours straight of Call of Duty and I don't know how he does it but you know he and he's awesome at doing it and he again he's, he's malleable he does counseling he's just a friendly guy over here you've got Pastor Deuston who I I didn't who I don't tell Pastor Deuston but I looked at him and I'm like I I I don't know if that's what God's calling me to because he's he's being Pastor Deuston he's pastoring online he's serving people he's preaching up a storm and reading people the Bible and, and engaging with them in, in content. And then he'll do fun stuff. And he'll like, I'm like, is that, you know, he's, am I supposed to be a pastor that's working for a church that's doing churchy stuff and reading the Bible online? Or am I going to be like some middle ground thing? And I'm like, he's doing it so well. His content is so good. His camera is so good. His overlays are so good. And he's just killing it with, with the, the, you know, like really Christian, Christian stuff. Is that supposed to be me? And I'm like, man, I definitely, I don't know if I can be, I don't know if I can be Eagle Garrett. I can't because he's a gamer and I'm not a gamer. I, Aki and Peach are absolutely killing it because they, 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 they're right in the middle. Pastor Deuston is very pastoring his pastorness in his, he's got a pastorology that he's really pastoring. And I'm like, should, am I supposed to be course correcting to the middle? And that's where I'm, and if God's like, no, 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 I need you over here. Uh, 
that's the conversation today. And Joan says you can always just be Al. And I think that's my I, I think that's my biggest strength. And you're absolutely right. But I abs and that is the person that when my churches have grown, like my last church tripled in size, the one before that doubled in size, we, we the the reason it did that was because God allowed me to be told me to be me. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can find links to all the other things I'm up to, like my free books, years of sermons, YouTube videos, podcast episodes, so much more at artofthechristianninja.com. I live stream on Twitch every Monday to Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash ninja. We do some serious stuff. We do a lot of silly stuff and a little bit of everything in between. If you want to support this ministry, the first and best way is to share, share, share. The internet is full of noise. The social media algorithms hate Christian stuff. So if you don't share it, no one sees it. So please, hit that like, subscribe, share button, tell your friends. It helps a lot. The second way is to check out my little 3D printing business at als3dprinter.etsy.com. I got a lot of cool things on there. I do custom printing too. So if you're looking for something unique, head over there, see what I've got going on. And if you love gamers, streamers, online content creators, or all the lost, lonely, and broken people who are untouchable by our traditional ministries, but spend a lot of time online looking for hope, help, and connection, and you want to help me dedicate my life to reaching them with the love of God, it would be amazing if you'd click the donate button on my website and give a one-time gift or a regular monthly donation. It really helps. Thank you again. Have a great week. And I hope you drop by my Twitch stream Monday at lunchtime. 